Blog Talk Radio. F-A-T-C-A-T, man, y'all rockin' a fat-cat show, this is my show. F-A-T, watch the time on you. Say it one more time, say it one more time. F-A-T-C-A-T, man, y'all rockin' a fat-cat show, this is my show. F-A-T, watch the time on you. No matter what you say, I'ma spit it how I spit it so you niggas can forget it. Everybody is a critic. I walk in the dark with my chronicles of Riddick, with my game up the bar so your girl will let me hit it. Damn, man, my show simply marvelous. You can stop the hating and debating. You can't argue this. Cause if you found something better, you would sit Moretta while wearing an ugly sweater. But my show, you listening, so stop the whimpering. This is for the sinners and the born again Christians. Turn to Philippians, nope, you can miss me then. If you wanna talk, take my number, you can hit me then. Cause you know my show was rocking. Fat cat, remember that when your girl is shocking. When them headphones are knocking. Fat cat showing you don't stop the knocking. F A T. Yo, 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 what's cracking? You rocking with your boy, the preacher's grandson, the sinister minister, the rabbi ramen noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken's last right, the thick and deacon, y'all know who it is, that fat cat, and I'm down with my dog, Bruce. y'all know who it is, it's P, satellite, but, 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 bills, what's cracking? What's up? What's up, man? Nothing much. I, I did see Dre on the line, but I don't, you know, I think she she bust up. I looked and saw it for a minute, but you know, we here anyway. But anyway, man, uh, we want to welcome everybody to the Fat Cat Show with your host Fat Cat and, and Satellite, and uh, we thank everybody for choosing to tune in for with us today. We're gonna have a good show tonight, and like I say before every show, we want y'all to like and share. Uh, the post, feel free to comment. You know, we want more comments. If you're not going to call the show, comment below on any of these topics. Because I know, I know people, I see people write on Facebook all day. You can write in the comment box of topics and stuff. And also, you can um, also let us uh, know what topics and stuff that you want to discuss on the show. And we'll put the things in play, you know. So anyway, like I said, like like, share, and subscribe to the Fat Cat Show Network. Uh, we need uh, we we need your support. I know a lot of um, people might not like uh, some of the things that we say. We are re- very vote uh, boisterous about controversial opinions and all that stuff. So I know it ain't to everybody's liking. We're not that that show that's gonna sugarfoot on anything or you know hold our tongue back on anything. Uh, just for people to like and uh, rate, so uh, we just one of those type of shows. So we touched did, up. Did you mean to say um, sugar coat? Because you said sugar foot. No sugar, you yeah, sugar foot, sugar coat, whatever, all of that. You know what it is. I'm just, I'm just saying. They know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm uh, that, that's just, that's just what it is. You know. So, like I said, like and subscribe to post, and you can, you can check us out. On iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, and Blog Talk Radio. And like I always say, before we're going to hit Pandora soon. And um, just, you know, y'all can check us out on any of those um, platforms. Also, Periscope, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, any of those. Just feel free to comment on anything that uh, we're talking about. So, um but anyway, like I said, I want to get back to our show. We're going to have a good show uh, today. And like always, when I start the show, I want to um, wish everybody with birthdays a uh, uh, happy birthday. I want to uh, wish my uh, little brother, Dino, uh, a happy uh, birthday. And, um, of course, uh, my, my cousin Mike's birthday is tomorrow. I know we might not be doing the show, so I want to wish him. A happy birthday also, and my brother uh, G, uh, who was twins with Dino, uh, happy birthday, rest in peace, continue to rest in peace, 
And also, I want to uh, give my condolences to those that may have uh, lost uh, some somebody in life. You know, um, maybe it was today, maybe it was tomorrow, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of years or, or whatever. You know, we our hearts and um, prayers are still with you. So um, what do you got, uh, Satellite? You got anything? Uh, what, what was up with you today, man? Everything was slow motion for real, for real. I know I say that a lot of times, but today was super, super slow. Right, 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 right. But but anyway, like I want to I want to get into something because I know a lot of people didn't catch uh, yesterday's show, which was supposed to be, you know, uh, a lot on Kobe. We had a heated discussion on there, and um, I just I just seen something going through the news because you know you can't even turn turn on your TV without seeing um, uh, this thing with Kobe, which is a, a tragedy, and those uh, eight other people that that lost their lives. Now we see that they're um, they're bringing forth the names of the people, even though we still don't know them or not, but our hearts still go out uh, to to everybody. But I'm seeing a lot of people, they have 100, what was that? 1.5 million people uh, that put in petitions to have the logo, the NBA logo changed. And um, they, we, this mystified me. In Jerry West's time, the current logo is, of course, the the man that you see on the board right there, the white guy, uh, Jerry West. Um, it's been him for the longest. And he had a stellar career, but it's many people that done came and surpassed him and broke so many uh, of the things that he done did in life. So um, the question is, uh, is it time to change the NBA logo? Who would you pick? And uh, a lot of people are trying to get Kobe on that logo. Now, not that I'm totally against it, but you can't put Kobe on there without Jordan being first. That that's that's my whole thing. You can't put Jordan on there without uh, Kobe being. I mean. Kobe without Jordan being first so my thing would be my solution would be I think for every decade the NBA should change to put a different person on the logo what do you think about that every decade they should change the logo it should be a different person whoever dominates that decade should be on that logo for every decade, yeah, I'm saying people gonna uh, they they gonna want to uh, be paid for their likeness being used. That's something you gotta think I, about. I, but I think I think it's to to most of the players it's gonna be an honor. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, let's say. Uh, what what do you think they're giving uh, Jerry West right now? You know he been on there for the longest. It's no longer. See, it was a different league when he was playing back in yeah, the but, uh, 50s People and... are more business like that. Yeah. People want to get paid for anybody using their likeness. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I couldn't see Michael Jordan saying it's okay to use his likeness. Michael don't want to get paid. Right, right. I'm pretty sure they tear Jerry West off. It's, it's fair. But my, my thing is, I think you know, because they they named so many rewards that awards and stuff after people too, like the Joe Dumars Award and you know and all of that. So I think I think most of the NBA players would be honored to have the league after their name. I think that that'd be the biggest thing, and I think the competition would be even better to know that if I dominate in in this decade or this era that that I'm going to get my likeness, I'm going to be the face, really the face of the NBA. So, I mean, what do what do people think about that? It's been time, uh, wait, uh, me and Queen said, it's been time to change it. How long has it been on? Uh, since the Jerry West played in the, like, 60s. So, it's been since the 60s and stuff, his likeness 
and stuff has been on the what because the nba is the nba is about 60 almost 70 years old but first you people want to take down the general lee statues (laughs) and now you want to put a black guy uh face (laughs) at the head of the nba (laughs) i'm just saying that's that's I think it. I think it's what you said. Uh, oh my God, change it. Yeah, I would. I would. I would love to see it change because, like I said, there's plenty of people. They said that Kobe had passed Jerry West on the scoring list sometime in his rookie year. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, almost a year. So that just go to show you, many people have came and you know, and way surpassed him as far as um the league so why why not change it you know yeah oh shoot <laughs> I'm just saying, no i'm just saying look look you guys you want to own teams and put your face as you know on the head of the league come on now what I'm, do you people want I what mean, do you want? I mean, how many people feel that way? I'm I'm just I'm I'm real I'm real um curious about that. Wait a minute, uh Mean Queen said I wouldn't say every decade you have to do more than just dominate on the court. I'm looking at on and off the court. Okay, that that's a that's a good suggestion. You know what I'm saying? But you know, during the time I I'm just saying when you look at that logo, you strictly think basketball. You th- you strictly think basketball, and this uh, you say you damn right, <laughs> hey, but you that's what you strictly think about. You know, you as bad as it sounds, you know, because we do have some people that don't know how to carry themselves, and and like I said, uh, who who would you say, Le- LeBron? And the Greek freak are about the only ones right now that are like the the heavy faces of the league. So why not put one of them on that logo when they know they way better than Jerry West? It could have been you could have went back in Magic. You could have went back to to all of that. And it's curious. I'm curious too of what they're going to do as far as paying tribute uh, to Kobe as far as um. She said, uh, she said, I was talking to TV. I know you was talking to him. Um, <laughs> I, w- what kind of tribute? Because, you know, uh, they got magic statue out in front, front of the uh, Staples Center. So will they give Kobe a statue out there who, who played his, uh, his full career in, in LA and magic and everybody is considering him, what the greatest Laker to ever wear that uniform. So why not? You know, it seemed like you you you're very 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 uh, quiet today. I don't know what what somebody slipped in your tea. Or, you know, <laughs> what? what? No, I I just I was just um, listening to you talk, man. This, you sound good tonight. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say something, but. <laughs> Well, so, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it calm, just in case of the ministers and the deacons that might pop in this, in this place with the low. Uh, low. Um, <laughs> <you silly. laughs> uh, but um, I wouldn't mind them having um, Kobe Bryant um, as the face of the NBA. It's about um, time. The NBA is what eighty some percent black, right? Yeah. Yep. Um. It, it's not really a, a color thing to tell the truth. It's uh, it's uh, like like me and Queen said. It's time. Yeah, it is. It, it definitely is because I I doubt half of these uh, half of the guys that's in basketball right now uh, even know of uh, Jerry West's career. You know what I'm saying? They, they... I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I saw him. I saw he was a pretty good guy. He he had a twenty nine point career average. So, but you got to think back in that time, the the rules and stuff was different. 
they wouldn't even dunk it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. So it wasn't even a three-point line either. So it was, you know, it was just, hey, everything was different. But I will, how many would like to see the logo change? And would you prefer, who would you want to see in the logo? Uh, is it Kobe? Is it Jordan? Is it, is it, uh, um, Larry Bird or what, who who would you like to see in there? Um, if you got any comments on that, that number is 646-564-9728. Press one if you uh, want to comment. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just definitely, definitely time for uh, a definite change. So um, maybe, maybe they'll do like they've been doing for the, what, the past 10 years saying they got to change the, um, $20 bill and put Harriet Tubman on it. Yeah, they've been saying that for a while. <laughs> they've been saying it for like 10 years. Yeah, they've been short of for a while. Just like, <laughs> it, it, just like they said the same thing about reparations. They're going to be hanging that one on for the, for the longest. And Current insurance in Detroit has changed before that. <laughs> and they prob- and they're probably not going to remove Jerry West until he dropped and croaked or something. You know, so hey, but it is what it is. But uh, oh, I didn't know Jerry West was still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's How old is he? Man, about eighty or something. He's part of the. He's part of. He owns a stake in the Memphis Grizzlies. So you know, that's what he, he's still real active. First, he was he was over there with the Lakers, you know, managing the Lakers, but now he. He's a, a a stakeholder in the Memphis Grizzlies. So, um, but you know, I hope I hope they do something, pay some type of good tribute because uh, Kobe, Jordan, Kobe were like game changers of the league. They they resurrected the league when the league was falling. So it's definitely hey, you can't leave Showtime out, baby. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, wait a minute, his contract got dust on it. They probably can't even find it. <laughs> she said, "Well, cut it out, big quick." Said the contract got done, so they can't find it. But uh, but anyway, I want to get into um our our next segment uh, of today, and uh, I don't know, maybe I didn't even want to get the video for this for for this one because um it's, it's kind of like. Sickening. I'm kind of tired of this guy. Um, it's kind of old though. Anyway, um, the the Orlando Brown situation with Nick Cannon. You know, um, uh, I've been realizing either this boy is on crack. Yeah, he's got he's got a mental illness. Oh, uh, crack! Yeah, or just a mental illness because yeah. I don't know what do goes on in in happy and bragging about another man supposedly sucking his thing. He didn't take his medication, man. You, you can you can tell crazy people about it better eyes about the time. <laughs> and he's got crazy eyes. He's a little off. But then again, we all we always see that uh most celebrities they pull this this thing with with homosexuality or something to get attention. But he's not a celebrity anymore. <laughs> he's a has-been. You know what? But, you know, let's say a person that can draw a camera. You know, like me and you, we we here, we doing our thing. We media people, but we can't, we can't get a spotlight. He could get a spotlight. He could... You know how many views we'll get if we had you kissing a man on, on online. But but you know you know how grateful the Menjos would be if you just come out and kiss who you need. To kiss. Okay, stop. Uh, all right, all right, oh, okay. all right. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> you you try to be funny now. I don't play that man. But but like I said, you know they uh, countless people. Uh, uh, poor this, you know. What's the guy, the comedian from um, from uh, from Detroit, Spanky? Spanky, yeah. Remember what? Remember when he said, uh, John Singleton, uh, told told Tyrese that he need he 
need to suck his his thing or something to get that part on Baby Boy. I don't remember that. No, this this was this was uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, he he said he was in he was in the audition an audition for the part for Baby Boy, and he said that it was him and Tyrese. Which which was kind of like suspect to me anyway because they said the part was made for Pac. But when he said that he was in there for for a baby boy part, um, I kind of got suspicious of it. But then come to find out that it was all a lie, and you know, and uh, he tried to reach out to Tyrese, and Tyrese was like. Gone, you a clown nigga. You know, was kind of calling him a clown and all that. So definitely, you know, um uh people always kinda they, they either pull uh the race card or the the that homosexual card to kinda like get attention. But lately it's been uh if it's uh, the Me Too movement or the or the, the gay card. No, that that guy's just trying to get some attention. Yeah, that's that's because- what I'm He's a uh, he was a, a child star. Yeah. And now he's absolutely nothing. Right. He can't get a gig because you know all the other you know he probably dibble and dabbed around with some drugs or whatever, and he don't have the money to get the drugs, or, and he's not getting the getting the attention now. He don't have the money. Like if he was a um, child star, and you become an adult, and now you're not working, where would you work? Right. Can can you see him working at Walmart? <laughs> nah. The guy from the Cosby Show, he sw- he he swallowed his pride. Yeah. And you see what happened? Trader Joe's. Yeah, you he see what Trader Joe's. Not, but now you see him and he empowered and and all of that stuff. Now, yeah, he 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 did his thing, and I think it was good that somebody had empathy for him. To no, they tried to shame him. I, That's why. That. Yeah, they tried to shame him, but but yeah, I'm talking about. The producers, you know, uh, had empathy for him and started giving them gigs. So look, not- how they, look how they did your boy. What's his name uh, for Love and Hip Hop? Oh, um, damn, what's his name? I can't get it. Uh, I know somebody out there know his name because I don't pay attention to Love and Hip Hop. That's why I don't know. But I, I pretty much know who you uh who you talking about. He he sang that song, It's Going Down. What's his name? Oh, Young Jock. Young Jock. Yeah. Um with him driving that um like that was not- that was publicity. Yeah, I think it was too. Because I looked at looked at his net worth, he's still worth eight million. So that's that's Yeah, he he's probably he probably owned the company or part owner right. of the company. Right. Um but I was looking at the comments on Facebook. People was like, "Oh, he must have really fell off." And I'm like, "That's what people like to see. They drunk. They doing good, and then you they, fall off." Yeah, they like to drown you in your own misery. Wait, yeah. uh, Mean Queen said, "A job is a job. You have to do what's necessary to live and pay bills." Amen. You know, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm just that's. But when I looked at that, because you know, he did a, a Uber skit before, like him driving an Uber. So or lift. That's what made me think. I like, man. This is this is play. In in no way in hell, you know. And, you know you because you know a, a a natural dude would have been like if a person was taping them and they fell off. That that's a heavy moment in your life, and you know somebody trying to shame you. You know, young Jack probably would have been been yelling till his uh, his uh, what's the name hair look like big red from you know, right. <laughs> You know, so it, I'm, I'm just do, saying. Do you know any ex-rappers or actors from Detroit that, um, that you think that fell off? You seen them working at a regular place, and it became a rumor. I, somebody was just telling me about somebody that that was that was like that, but I know um, pretty much. Um, I've been seeing like it was a lot of rumors about not a rapper but a singer, uh, Keith Washington. You know, that's what I was just thinking about. Like when I used to hang out, I would see him and his brother at the bar hollering at the same chicks I was hollering at. 
<laughs> yeah, Keith Keith Washington, they said he fell on pretty uh bad times. And they a couple of NBA players too uh fell on some real hard times, like, you know, and Mateen Cleese. Mateen Cleese. Um we used to see uh John Long in the uh not not John Long, uh Grant Long in the uh casino hanging with some old bum dudes all the time. You know, and now he a piston commentator now. But he's uh what one of the cats that was part of the Fab Five, he was on the um bus with my boy. I ain't gonna even say his name. But he was on the bus with my boy talking. This is, let, let me see, uh uh, because most of them don't live in Detroit, but either Ray Jackson or, or Jimmy King. Ray it Jackson. Was, Ray it Jackson was, it, it was one of them, but I won't say I won't even put them all out there because everybody go through yeah. hard times or whatnot. You, you you do you do definitely, but well, like I said, it, it um, but it, it's a shame that we do use uh, we do go that route to like draw attention. To ourselves, we live in that era where, you know, uh, where people now these cell phones with with constant technology on your hand, you always trying to catch something off somebody else's downfall to go viral to get famous. So that's that's one of them things. I would never ever like play that role for some somebody. If you fall on your on hard times, I'm like, damn, I got empathy for you. I'm telling you, we can get 20 million views if you do what I said. Well, you no, why don't you do it then? Nothing. If you no, no, cares. you nope. yeah, yes they do. Nobody cares about yes me. they do. You got that Benjo symbol on you, so yeah. I'm going and do it. So don't worry, don't worry about me. What you want to see me do it? <laughs> I don't know, dog. <laughs> I gotta be thinking, but but uh, anyway, do it for the views, baby. Do it for the views. You gonna do it for the views? You bend over at Mandrel. Oh, somebody. you must. But but uh, but anyway, <laughs> like man, don't play with me, man. With that with that stuff, man. You know I'll play that, man. But you're a deacon, man. You ain't. Hey, to hey, hey, well, don't bring the devil out of me, and you won't see it. That's all right. Hey, Come on now. But anyway, um. I'm I'm okay, you're right. I'm gonna just start saying get behind me, Satan. But um anyway, I wanna get into our topic for today. I, I feel like I feel like came from uh Minister Society, but grandma <laughs> We're gonna get into our, our topic for today, man. Something wrong with you. Our topic for today. Why are most men and women scared of commitment? I always thought that love should be special for everyone. The very thought of being able to find a person you love and can share your life forever. Surprisingly, there are many who would prefer to remain single due to the fear of commitment. What are those fears that would allow people to not something so beautiful? Let's look into those fears today on the Fat Cat Show. Um, what, 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 what? I know, as for you as a, a single, single dude. Um. I know primarily all of it is not, you know, that you want to be single, but you have some insecurities about relationships and and who you involve. I know some of the things that even you reach out, uh, we talk about for women, as far as um, uh, them not mingling with the wrong men, because they have to be careful just as well, because women women uh have the the babies and so if you breed with man man and producing babies then that's that's a bad look you know bad look so but i know with you with you you gotta have your own kind of like uh like hang-ups with like just committing especially with anybody what what what's your take on that with commitment I don't have any problems with commitment because now that I've gotten older, I know what I want and I know what to look out for. So it's no real fear there because I can dismiss some bull crap in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I, can, I know right away if 
you know, if I I see a future with somebody. Uh-huh. When I don't see a future and I'm with somebody, I know it's time to go. Yeah. I don't waste any time with people now. Right. Because I don't have a hundred years to live. Right. I don't, I don't have five or ten years to give away to anybody. So you you think? Would you say even with you being so careful as far as uh, relationships, do you think you could ever be fooled again? I don't think I can be fooled. You don't? No, I don't think I can be fooled. Okay. Let's say, do you think you you'd be better able to manage, let's say, uh, those uh, desires and wants and needs of the heart? Because that'd be the hardest part, you know, because your mind may be saying something, but your heart is the one that kind of like keep you pushing and looking for something different in that person, even though you know this person may not be right for you. And your heart always, in in your heart, it'd be like, man, I know this person can change. I know this, you know, (laughs) and that's what, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the ideas what kept us around probably like people that we knew we should have left a long time ago and we and we had that hope and that desire that that maybe you know i could change her make her be an angel you know and, you know we just and we stick around all you and stick just around like, and have sex with them and you putting your damn life in danger right and and, <laughs> and and that's and that's the thing you know um it's just uh like i guess Kenny Rogers said knowing when to fold you know knowing when to hold your cards and when to fold them and I think a lot of us, just because uh, we're heartstrong, I know a lot of people that are so heartstrong. They have big hearts, man, and they just—it's hard for them to give up on people, whether they're—they they know these people are even rotten. They thinking a lot of people think that that through love that they can change anybody, or that they committed to this certain person because of love. Like, if I love you, I won't give up on you. I think that's the philosophy of most people. They'd be like, I, I love this person. I can't leave them. They in need. They hurting. And they don't know that you could even love that person and still don't have to be with that person. But you know what? I love myself even more. Amen. I, um, Like, the problems I have with women. Like, I done met a couple of women that I didn't mind being with. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But all of them had something in common. Poor bag. What? Medical issues. <laughs> like, everybody had their hangups on what they can deal with and what they can't deal with. Amen. And that's, that's one thing um, I can't deal with. I can't be a caretaker for anybody. Right. If I, if I love you and if something happened, I stick by you. I wouldn't abandon you, mm-hmm. but if I don't even have any feelings for you at all, you sick when I first meet you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This relationship is not for me. Right, right, right. I, 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 I hear that, and and like I said, um, uh, it'd be the hardest thing sometimes, and I think uh, people be thinking that, you know, they'll look at a situation and they'll. Uh, and you go to a like just say you you get with a person and you trying to you trying to get to know this person and you and and then you figure out something about that person that you can't deal with in life you know that you know that you're not going to be strong enough to deal with you know and then people be like oh you heartless you left that person just because you know what i'm saying and 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 I think it's it's more noble and respectful for you to be honest up front and let them know that hey this is this is what I ain't gonna be able to deal with. Uh, wait a minute, uh, JT said uh, people do change, but you can't change them. Yeah, I, it, we definitely can't. We definitely can't change nobody. And but I think people are so stuck on that I could love that bad part out of them, that I could, uh, that I could change, you know, I could try to change, uh, th- their ways. They had changed for me or, or, you know what I'm saying? That power of love thing, the Luther type statement, the power of love. 
and I and that's where they be sadly mistaken at. Um, anybody else uh, that got any comments or or want to write below and let us uh, know what you think? If you want to call the show, that number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. And um, Saturday, I just want to know. What do you think are most people's common fears with commitments? What do you think is the most common fear that they have? You know what? One of my fears, uh, one of my fears is um, you'll put y'all all into a relationship or a person mm-hmm. and their ex or somebody will come back and take that away. They'll go back, they'll go back with their ex. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right now you got all you now you took all your eggs, put them in one basket, and the person is gone now. Because mm-hmm. people don't know how to be uh, committed to you or even loyal to you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I know with a lot of guys, they will say, "Well, I have more than one woman, just in case." Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot for you to say, "Okay, let me get a, get rid of all the um, just in case." And right. get that one, right, right. Because when you get that one, if that one leaves, then you have nothing. Mm-hmm. You starting all over again, and that's a fear and, that you do have. And, and people, people don't know uh, when when a man is is broken. When you break a man's heart, he has just amount of bad time as a woman do recovering from it. You know, uh, you. When women look at a man, they be thinking like, uh, you know, a man's supposed to be hard and, and be able to bounce back from that. But matters of the heart hurt the man just as bad as it hurt the woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 I mean, I I came up with a cat that we went to um, high school together and he he killed himself when when the woman refused to marry him. You know, so me and we, we go through these things, too, and we don't want to be. We don't want to be broken like that either, you know. So, I, you, we got, we got to be careful just as well as y'all. And on top of that, you know, where really the court system and and this new movement, the Me Too movement, is more catering towards women being a dominant species anyway. So we have to be careful uh, mentally. We got to be careful spiritually. We got to be careful financially of who we mess with as far as women. So it ain't nothing of us trying to get. That's why uh, when you first talked to me about um, the situation about uh, the women with the medical problems, I looked at it and I said, I said, man, you out cold. I remember you remember I said that I said, man, you out cold. But then I thought about it and I said, I said, you know, love takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice, it takes that commitment, and it takes work for you to do it. And if you truly know that you're not able to do it, don't take the job. Right. See, it's different when you love somebody. Mm-hmm. They got sick or anything, you're there for them. But when you don't even, you have a hand time to fall in love or mm-hmm. care about that person like that. Mm-hmm. How you going to ask me to be, I can't be there for you. I don't even want to really get to know you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, 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 I met this one um, woman, beautiful woman, smart woman, educated woman. Mm-hmm. But she told me, well, the doctors told me within five years, I'll be in the wheelchair. And I had to ask myself, do you want to really deal with this? She was always in pain. You know what I'm saying? How, how long you you was dealing with her? For about six months. Six months? I, I didn't even really like her that much. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What, what, what can, I'm talking about you're about to be in a wheelchair. I'm talking about what can I do with you? And you know what? And I guess I would have to Respect that, but but six months is enough time to like really making a full assessment of if this chick was. She didn't tell me. She didn't tell but me. But you, but you always wonder why she was in pain, right? No, I didn't even ask because at that point I I already uh, 
came in t- contact with two other sick chicks. <laughs> so I was afraid to ask. Oh, okay. Okay, one of them surprising things. Uh, yeah. that's, my, that's my thing, man. You know, I always meet somebody with a medical condition. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. And somebody told me one time, maybe that's what God wants you to have. I said, man, I don't know. Not my God. He ain't going to say, uh, you know what? He needs somebody that's um, that needs to be um, taken care of. I'm not a caring person. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a nurse type person. I I I can't be there for you. I'm sorry. Wow. Hey, I I can't knock what you know, but you know you know your strengths. Yeah. You know your strengths. You know your weakness. Especially if you say you can't do it. I um. Because. You know, over the over this time, I got a chance to see how you know couples that grew old together, and f- finally one can't take care of themselves, and the other one have to step up, and that's uh, <laughs> that's something definitely. Wait, me and Queen, they, they, they love each other though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Me and Queen said something wrong with him, <laughs> <laughs> but they love each other. Just imagine somebody that you have no feelings for at all telling you they're sick. It's easy to walk away from them. Oh, yeah. If I love you, God, man, if you get cancer or anything was wrong with you, I'm there with you. I'm there for you. I wouldn't just walk away because I wouldn't want you to do that to me. You know, you know the surprising part. Somebody... I ain't even gonna sit up here and tell that lie. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. We gotta, we gotta call her. What's up, what's, Fat Cat? What's going on, Satellite? What's happening with you? What's up? What's happening? What What's the topic? What's the topic? I got in late. What the hell? <laughs> why are most <laughs> Why are most men and women scared of commitment? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Fat Cat. That's a good one. Yeah. I think we're taught, once again, we're taught to uh, be scared of commitment. We're taught that. We're taught that. Well, you know, most people don't even want to commit to anything, a job, anything anymore. You know, we're ta- I think that's something, that's a learned behavior. Okay. But, but like like I said, what do you think are some of the most most common fears when it comes to uh, relationships, uh, relationship and, co- and commitments. You know what I'm saying? That's what uh, we we're trying to focus on. Like, because I know uh, everybody got their certain hangups with uh, with commitments. I know early early in the game for me, uh, my experience taught me a lot because you know before I met my wife, you know uh, I was with my son's mother and one of my biggest fears always even before I had a child was having a child with the wrong woman and then my worst nightmares mm-hmm. my worst nightmares became real and, and you know and and so after I dealt with that I I promised myself I said man I can't really I can't really take none of these uh women that I'm dealing with you know with serious so I was always uh messing with jump offs and um and I couldn't yeah. I yeah, I couldn't really uh deal with uh women that you know I didn't want to deal with no ch- serious relationship. And so um right. So, I, so that's one of the things that that got me. I was like, you know what? I'm not committing to nobody. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to have fun. But like I said, eventually uh like like Harris once said, love's gonna get you, and so I, yeah. I, I found <laughs> I found the right person. Yep. So that's good, so, but that's good. I thought the way you said that, but, but I mean, and I know the mean queen has to love that, but um, I guess for me, when I was scared of commitment, it was because I was dating men that were horish, you know. Um. Yeah. You know, they they want to have more than one woman, and I was just tired of that. So yeah. I, I'm like, well, all men are like, you know, all men are like that. So 
you know, why should it be um, good to anybody? You know? Right. But after a while, that got old too. But at that point, when I was scared of commitment, it was because of men being promiscuous. You you know what? Let, let, me, know? let me see. That. I can't really hear you. I don't think you on your speech. But um, one of the things I, I, I can say about this, I think in the beginning, in, in the beginning, I think uh, just period, I think everybody might have started off being hoish. Mm, that's terrible. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying because you didn't know what you like. I think everybody started off being hoish a bit. I think I, everybody had a whole period in their life. Yeah, everybody had a whole period. Yeah, you had to have a whole period in your but, life to know what you like. But and, start off as a whole? That's kind of. That, that ain't far fetched. I, I know. I didn't start. I started off as a good guy. Yeah. And, and uh, a, a whore bag changed me. You <laughs> <laughs> was a mama's boy. Wait a minute. JT said trust is the biggest fear. Yes, it is. That somebody go stick that dagger in your back. And you you learn. Because I, I remember, too, I started off as a, uh, as a good boy, too. I started off. Who changed you? Man, like you said, I got used and abused. <laughs> I started off, a, I started off a, a a good guy, and then I saw that that women didn't like good guys. You know, the women that that I was running into, they wanted they wanted the, the drug guys. They wanted you know somebody that was gonna you know get them stuff. They was superficial, so. I found out the hard way. Plus, plus I was a little preacher's kid. You know what I'm saying? You so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? so it wasn't. It, just everybody started off horrors. So you you started off as a good guy. I, I'm I'm just saying you had. I I didn't even count that them them Cookie Monster years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I thought of the Cookie mm. Monster. But you just eat. <laughs> Uh, you a grocery guy. <laughs> uh, but, but, hey, fellas. But like, hey, fellas. Yeah. You know what? You you said um, one thing that just hit me, that you were hurt. And that's why you uh, started doing what you started to do when uh, you didn't want to be committed at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing is, is that um, men do this to women all the time, and it's okay. That it's okay for a man. They say it's okay that for a man to have ten wives, but if a woman goes out and has ten uh, men, she's just a pure out slut or a whore bag, like satellite would say, or you know, or whatever. And so my thing is, is that's the part that I got sick of. I got sick of it was okay for a man to have as many women as he wants. But a woman can't, you know. I'm working, so forgive me. I'm sounding kind of yeah. tired. Hello. So, so, satellite, what you got on that? Oh, nothing at all, man. Nothing at all. I, I, but you know what? I don't think. I think in this day and age, I think the playing field is even now. As far yeah, as yeah, when as you get in your forties, of course it's even. I think, like, I think everybody's sick and wore out. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? That's what you want. 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 That's what uh, uh, I think the men and the women don't nobody cheat more than the other. It may, okay. it, it may. Let, let me tell you, my, my one friend, she said her man was cheating, right? Mm-hmm. You know what she did? What? She hit his Viagra, and when the woman called, she said, "Well, I'm the one that got all this Viagra for him, so good luck. You can have it." <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, 
I just saw that I, I couldn't see without my glasses. Uh, uh, Mean Queen said, "Sit still, making me dizzy." I'm trying to think of who she was talking about. She's talking about me. Oh, okay. You move it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's. Are you go. trying to? I, is that a like trying to refer to me, Fat Cat? That's all I want to say. Well, I didn't say anything about you. No, no, no. I, but, <laughs> but like I said, I I think I, I think it. What is that feed? I'm getting feedback. Um, I, I, I think everybody has a certain um, uh, apprehensions about relationships and stuff. It just all depends. I think, like uh, my cousin uh, JT said, uh, that trust is that number one. Is that that number one uh, attribute? So hold on, we got another caller. You rapping with the podcast, so what's happening? Hey, what's going on, son? Hey, what's going on? Uh, let me say this. A lot of what we do, we were taught to do. Mamas, grandmas, uh, aunts. Oh, he's a pretty boy. Women are more homophobic about their sons. Yeah. So they push. All the time, they, they insinuate that we must have women, not one, women. Yeah, yeah. Then when, then when we grow up, we wrong because we have more than one. Mhm. Yep. So uh, uh, that that lady on the line, you you tell her be careful what she say about her sons. <laughs> You know what? You know what? What's so funny is that me and Satellite talk about that all the time. How coming up, uh, the, some of the most of the men in our lives that that were kind of like our strong influences were always like, "How many girlfriends you got?" You know, oh, yeah. and, that, and that was the first program. How many? How many girlfriends you got? You used to have about uh, five girlfriends or something. With, and you know what I'm saying, and, and that's how we program. So we, so we automatically get that macho in us about women before we even can say our ABC. You know. Uh, so. Well, you got, you got your mama and your grandma and everybody else putting it out there, and then the men in your life reinforcing what they say. Right. Right. You you grow up with but that. Attitude. That don't make it right. That don't make it, it right. Don't make it right, but that's what happens. <laughs> Just because your parent, what if your parent was a drug addict? Just because your parent is a drug addict, that mean you gonna smoke crack and do heroin too? No. No, no, doing women know, is easier. It's no excuse. <laughs> doing women is no, easier. I'm, I'm not offering ex- an excuse. It's mm-hmm. a fact. It's a, a lot story. of women. I heard, and I still hear it. Uh, uh, some girl. Shows up around her friends with her son. Oh, he's a pretty little boy. I bet he got a lot of women. Mm. Oh boy, I don't know nothing about women, but you put it in his head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 He right. He definitely oh, right. Yeah, that is it's pre-programming. Pre-programming. That's what it is. Yeah, but a kid can even draw his own conclusions. He already. He already got uh, his idea ideology is already being uh, formulated by somebody else. You know, that's right. It's, it's similar to like uh, a kid that that father is a doctor, you know, or something, and then the father uh, tell his son, "I want you to, I want you to be a doctor just like me." Now the pressure is on him, feeling like he got to live up to that standard that his father lived up to. But we right. got, got a lot of kids out here that grew up without a father. Yeah. That did, don't have a standard. But nothing to uh, live up to. Right. I'm talking about nobody to um, give you those talks about women. Right. In your adolescent years. Right. You yeah. That everything you uh, you had to find out, you had to figure it out on your own. Or right. the young people that didn't know you better just like you know. Right, right, right. Right. What would you well, say? Well, you have so many pregnant teenagers now. 
because of that. Yeah. Yeah. When we was coming up, girls were taught to keep their drawers up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Oh, yeah. How old are you, sir? 68. Oh, okay. yeah. So you come from a different era and a different time. It, which is I'm going to tell you older, right now. Is, I'm going to tell you right now about I'm going to tell you right now about your era. You want to change the young boy? Change your daughters. Because 90% of what they do is done to impress girls. If mm-hmm. the girls don't allow it, they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You say that. You say that all the time. Sound like about don't let your daughters or your breed with man, man. Correct. Right. Change them. You can breed them right on. Breed them. Breed them right on up out of it. We say that it's funny that he brought that up. We say that, and that's coming from two different generations. So you know, it's a, it's a fact. Yeah, you got um, uh, loss of respect there. That's what it is. To girls, that's so girls true. Want that's so true. And then when they start respecting themselves, they allow things to happen to them. Mhm. Yeah. When they do, then the names name calling start. Horvath, uh, slut. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I slept with her myself. Oh man, don't tell me that. Well, <laughs> hey. Right, right, but it's, right. It's what they allow. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, what my daughter told me today. What? She said, she said, um, Daddy, um, you gonna have a son one day. I said, what you talking about? She said, my husband. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, what? She said, don't worry about it. I'm going to make you proud. Mm. I'm going to choose a good man. Amen. I mean, but that's what you taught her. That's what I taught her. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's, the, that's the whole thing. That's what you taught her. But, but like I said, uh, anyway, uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. To the Fat Cat Show. Um, want to thank my cousin for chiming in. Uh, thank you, Dre, for chiming in. Uh, I know somebody's phone had static, so I had to kind of like mute it out. Um, thank everybody for tuning in. Um, the Mean Queen from behind the scenes for her uh, contribution in the comments. And um, Satellite. Thank you, brother. Oh. You're welcome, brother. Thank you, brother. We're brother. Yeah. But, uh, we both have the same name, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back in back in college, they call us the crazy times. But, but anyway, um, like I said, man, y'all keep, keep rocking with us. Keep supporting. Uh, share this post. Um, follow us on uh, uh, what's some uh, iHeart, Spotify, TuneIn, Deezer, Hot Bean, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk, and uh, Facebook. Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube. Y'all know what's up. Um, continue to show us your love and follow us at uh, the Fact Cat Show Network on YouTube. Subscribe, y'all. We need you. Amen. But uh, like I said once again, I can't make it without the Lord. Can't make without the Lord, Lord, Lord. So. Lord, 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 Lord. So y'all, y'all keep rocking with us, keep tuning in. And, and please don't give anybody your text. Yeah, don't get don't get that text money up. And, and uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, so you know uh, the one the one is plotting on that text. They gonna he gonna treat you to a nice uh, Valentine's Day. He gonna get you the card. He gonna get you a nice uh, card. He'll probably take you out to Benny Hines or something. So uh, be careful of that. I saw a video of a man rubbing a big fat leg talking about taxi to cover. So, <laughs> hey, so, hey, be careful out there, y'all. You know, be safe. And uh, continue rocking with us, y'all. And definitely, we up out of here. Peace.